Reading now um, from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 through 13. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy, eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that you do not know, you shall run to, or you shall run to you. Because of your God, the Holy One of Israel, for she has glorified you. Seek God while she may be found. Call upon her while she is near. Let the wicked forsake their way and the righteous their thoughts. Let them return to God that she may have mercy on them and to our God, for she will be abundantly pardoned. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says God. For they, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall be to God for a memorial, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's begin with prayer. Holy One, as we continue our journey through Advent, through the deepest night toward the coming light of peace, hope, joy, and love, may you sit with us as we discern the ways that we can seek the welfare of our city and in return find our own welfare. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Sunday in the blue silver chromium diner on the green purple yellow red stools sit the fools who should eat at home drinking coffee light and dark and cholesterol. About six months after Jeff and I were married, 
we decided to do one of the stupidest things either one of us has may have ever done. You see, right after the wedding, we moved out to Newark, where the rents are significantly cheaper. It's about the same. And slowly, but surely, we started to feel like we were living pretty comfortably. Even by New York standards. So, of course, we thought the correct thing to do in that situation would be to take that extra money that we had saved up and use it to produce a musical. I'll stick around after church if anyone wants investing advice. The two of us, along with our friend Kristen, all co-produced, co-directed, co-choreographed, and co-starred. Is that all? Did we co-anything else? Anywho, the point is, we were basically totally on the hook for this production of a small, lesser-known, off-Broadway show called Tick, Tick, Boom. A semi-autobiographical musical about Jonathan Larson, the sole creator of the era-defining musical Rent. We lost our shirts on that, on that venture, and it's one of the proudest achievements of my life. In retrospect, I look back and I think of how much more comfortable our life might be right now if we hadn't done that. But every single memory of that moment in time, even the ones that were scary and stressful at the time, are some of the most joyful memories that I have. The last advent before the pandemic, Pastor Stacy and I were working on my ability to be comfortable dealing with worship leading aspects that aren't necessarily always scripted, things you can't prepare for ahead of time. One of the ways that we challenged that skill in me was that every Sunday I would show up for worship and that morning Pastor Stacy would tell me what I was going to do. That meant that if I was going to speak in any way, including prayer, I was going to have to do it on the fly. I remember coming in on the third Sunday of Advent that year, and she told me that I was going to introduce worship. Don't forget to say who you are, welcome visitors, and invite them to coffee hour, and mention that today is the third week of Advent, Gaudete Sunday. I had never heard that word in my life. Okay, so I know we were lighting the pink candle. I know it's the week of joy. That's right. And it's called Gaudete Sunday. Okay. We all prayed before coming in to begin worship just outside these doors. One more time. Gaudete Sunday. Got it. Jeff plays what I'm sure was a beautiful prelude. I don't remember. I was busy trying to remember the, day, the name of the day. Good morning. Welcome to Woodland Park Presbyterian Church. My name is Dustin Wilser, and I have the pleasure of being the ministry intern here. Whether you're worshiping with us for the first time or you worship with us every week, we're so glad you're here. Today is the third Sunday of Advent. Uh, I couldn't remember. <laughs> This portion of Isaiah was written in the time in which the Babylonian exile had been lifted and the former Israelites and Judahites, now the Jewish people, were invited to return to Jerusalem. Okay, 
So just to make sure we're all still walking down the same road here, Babylon conquered the northern and southern kingdoms and destroyed the temple. Israelites and Judahites had to go. It's going to be a long time. Seek the welfare of your city, and in its welfare, find your own. The religion of Israel ends, and the Jewish religion begins. The Valley of Dry Bones is revived, and after 70 years of exile, you are invited to return. 70 years. Jonathan Larson didn't actually write Tick, Tick, Boom with the intention of it becoming a play. It was a showcase for him. Songs that he'd written that he didn't really know what to do with, and the stories around the events in his life that sparked the idea for those songs. It was stitched together as a scripted show in 2001 when the continued success of Rent had fans craving more. More that they would never get. In a now historical turn of events, hours before Rent would perform its first off-Broadway preview performance at New York Musical Theater Workshop, Jonathan Larson died, suddenly and unexpectedly, of a cardiac aortic aneurysm. Having never experienced the joy of seeing his show produced, the joy that it would bring to a new generation of theater nerds, that performance and every other were dedicated to the joyful memory of the 35-year-old genius who set spinning a piece of theater that would both revolutionize musical theater for the end of a millennium and ensure that the world knew that there are exactly 535,600 minutes in a year. A 35-year-old genius who worked and worked and worked to be seen, heard, to breathe new life into the thing that brought him joy most. He had a vision of how the future could be different, better. A tribute to everything that came before it and an exploration of what could change. So here we are. My third advent since starting seminary Pastor Stacy is no longer We decided that I would teaching this Sunday a while ago before she even knew that she might not be here. And I was just starting to think about my message and I thought there's a word for the third week of Advent and it isn't joy. Gaudete. Latin for rejoice. Light hair is also Latin for rejoice. Gaudete Sunday happens just past the halfway point of Advent. And Light hair Sunday happens just past the halfway point of Advent. Both are associated with the color rose. Rose being a distillation of violet. A color of darkness symbolizing the darkness of winter and death in the traditional Christian liturgical color pattern. Though many progressive churches are moving to blue for Advent, the idea of violet being a darkness that has a light shining in it is part of that tradition. Rose is violet 
on its way to being white. A reminder to rejoice for what the past gave us and what the future will bring, even if there's a little more dark before you get there. So the Jewish people in diaspora are invited back. But they don't know Jerusalem. Most of these people were born in exile. They found their own welfare in the cities where they lived. And now they're heading to a strange land again. They've only heard stories of the land as it was nearly a century ago. What if they hate it there? Their prophet says, just as rain and snow descends from the skies and doesn't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for the farmers and food for the hungry, so will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. So you will go out and joy. You will be led into a whole and complete life. The mountains and the hills will lead the parade, bursting with song. All the trees of the forest will join the procession, exuberant with applause. For you shall go out with joy and be led back in peace to do the work that I speak. Last month, the Friday before Thanksgiving, Netflix released a major film adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom. As you can imagine, Jeff and I were very excited to see this movie. We didn't want to watch it right away, this one was special, and it needed to be given its appropriate time and space. Sometime during Thanksgiving weekend would be a good time to give it that. And then Stephen Sondheim died. Here's the thing about Tick, Tick, Boom. It's as much of a semi-autobiographical musical about Jonathan Larson as it is a love letter from Jonathan Larson to Stephen Sondheim. In the apex moment of Jonathan's fictionalized self, he resets Sondheim's musical theater hymn about the art of making art, Sunday, from Sunday in the Park with George. Sunday, in by the blue, purple, yellow, red waters, on the green, orange, violet mass of the grass, in our perfect park made of flecks of light and dark and parasols. Copying the music nearly verbatim, he adapted the lyric to convey the ways in which the perils of the art of making art have changed for artists between 1890 and 1990. And also the ways the joys have always remained the same. Order, design, tension, balance, harmony. In a stroke of genius, luck, 
divine intervention. Director and fellow Sondheim protege, Lin-Manuel Miranda succeeded in for forwarding Larson's letter on to Mr. Sondheim, but also sending his own let love letter to Larson himself in just the right way to comfort the mourning musical theater community in, during their loss. As the movie's diner begins to fill with patrons for Sunday brunch, we recognize some old favorite lines from the show. Oh, fun. They're using Broadway people to fill in these extra roles here. <gasps> and suddenly, in the same moment that we realize what was happening, time froze on screen. And there in front of us was a reminder to rejoice for what the past gave us and what the future even if there is a little more dark before you get there. Without us noticing, the diner wasn't just being populated with Broadway actors, it was specifically being populated with actors who played prominent roles in Sondheim's and Larson's shows. Here in the midst of this movie, Lin-Manuel was tributing Jonathan Larson, who in turn was tributing Stephen Sondheim, who in turn was tributing The art of making art. In the midst of the deep violet night. Rose. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. It's funny, when celebrities who mean something to you on an inspirational level die, it doesn't really feel like you had the appropriate relationship with them to have the kind of feelings that you're having. And nevertheless, you find yourself weeping as you listen to the cast recording of Sweeney Todd. And people feel consoling. Many of you and other friends have sent us articles or tributes or just something you came across over the last two weeks because it made you think of us. It occurred to me, all of these articles, clips, interviews, recordings, they were the joy. Gaudete. The moments of rose that remind us of the journey we're on. Lin-Manuel shared an email that he had received from Sondheim just days before he had died. One of the great side effects of Tick, Tick, Boom, Miranda was telling Sondheim, is the countless kindnesses being shared from the generations of writers that Sondheim had mentored. Thanks for the boost to my spirits, Sondheim replied. It's an aspect of my life I'm proudest of. I feel as if I have repaid, partially at least, what I owe Oscar, that's Oscar, his own mentor. While we were working on this week's portion of our art installation, we asked ourselves what words of hope or promise are inspiring, encouraging, or strengthening you? Inspiring, encouraging, strengthening, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Go out in joy and be led back in peace. 
Rejoice. Rejoice for all that you have and have had. Go out in joy. And in that joy, may you find shalom. On this Gaudete Sunday, let us rejoice the moment. Gentle reminders to rejoice for what the past gave us and what the future will bring. Even if there is a little more dark before we get there, the light shines in the deepest night, but the night has not overcome it. Thank you.